millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, friends, back to another r slash Entitled Parents video. If you're ready to hear these stories of Entitled Parents, make sure you join in by hitting the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Yogurt Pineapple. Got given the, you don't know anything, you've no right to say anything treatment when I gave my mom a business-related opinion on something I helped her set up. During COVID-19, lots of clients stopped coming to our store, family business but mostly run by my parents for now, due to travel restrictions. To keep our clients in the loop about our new offerings and keep sales going via delivery, I suggested we make a group on a messaging platform kind of like WhatsApp, and invite our existing clients. For privacy reasons, I also suggested we make it private and invitation only to include our existing clients. We sell luxury slash highly priced items. My parents were initially not receptive of the idea because they're not familiar with technology and the overall concept of advertising our goods online. But I managed to convince them that it was an easy, low-cost way to keep sales going during the period of travel lockdown. Eventually, I set up the group and paid the fee for the business account and taught my mom how to generate invite links and accept and remove members, post photos, etc., as well as how to use the app that was exclusively for business accounts. I admit that it did not take me that long or much effort, but I wanted to do it because it gave my mom something to engage with, her clients, during the lockdown, and could actually turn out to be good for the family business. After a couple of months, my mom actually tells me it's the best thing to have ever happened for the business, and the additional online channel for keeping in touch with our clients has driven sales up so much, we spend the whole day packing things up for delivery. We've also gained several new clients by word of mouth who've also joined the group. Good, right? Here comes the bad part. Today, my mom told me she removed several clients from the group without telling them beforehand. I wanted to know her reasoning for doing so, because it's just generally not a nice thing to do to get kicked out and also not great for business if those clients went around and said they'd been removed without a reason. Our industry's a pretty small one and everyone knows each other. My conversation with my mom went like this. I said, why did you remove those people from the group without telling them? She said, well, they asked to join the group and didn't buy anything. I don't like people who join just to spy on our products, so I remove them. Internally, I say, what the freak? I say, they could have just not found something they like yet? She said, of course they did. Our products are so popular, everyone wants something. It's suspicious that they didn't even buy anything in three days since joining. It's a waste of time to interact with them. They just ask questions and don't buy anything. At this point, I went on the app and for the chat with the client she was referring to. It turns out the client actually asked for a particular size of a product and we replied that we didn't have it. So the client did not go ahead with the purchase. I say, according to this chat, the client didn't buy because we didn't have it in the size they wanted. Why did you kick them from the group? She says, he could have bought any of the other products we posted in the group. It's crazy he didn't. I say, I don't think what you did is right. I really can't agree with you. There's no downside to having these clients stay in the group. They might find something they like eventually. Mom says, 
Don't tell me how to run my business. I know what these people are like. I've been in this for thousands of hours and I've got experience. You know nothing. How entitled is she? It was my idea to set up the group in the first place, teach her how to use it, pay the monthly business fees, and when I tell her I simply don't agree with her about a decision, she's not even open for a discussion about it. She kills the conversation completely with that line? On top of that, what's up with the reasoning in the first place? I feel insulted and stupid for having any hope of having a connection with her or receiving an inkling of grateful appreciation or compliment. At this point, I gave up talking to her because she's always been like this. Resorting to personal attacks when cornered with a valid point. I've just accepted that it is who she is but I can't help but still feel frustrated that I got stuck with such a witch as a mom. I'm tempted to just delete the whole group and sabotage the thing completely, but it's a family business and it affects the rest of my whole family, especially with how useful it's become to running the business itself. I definitely feel for OP here. I'm kind of curious what you guys think. If OP thinks they have really good advice and they try to communicate that with their mom, and their mom goes and plays it down and says, don't tell me this, don't tell me that, I've been in this for thousands of hours. I know what I'm doing. Do you think it would make OP a really, really big jerk to go and delete the group outright? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Chandiza. Entitled Dad wants me to keep going to his house when he gave my room to his other kid. My 17-year-old female parents are divorced and both married to other people. I live with my mom and see my dad once in a while. I used to see him more, but I don't anymore because I don't have a room at his house. I told him why I don't want to go, but he says that I don't come that often, so why should they have a whole room for me? If he had a room, maybe I would come more often. How do you not have a bedroom for your oldest child while two babies each get their own room? How does he actually expect me to stay there when they gave my room to their baby? I try to get him to take me to a hotel or something, but he won't. He acts like I'm being an entitled brat because I don't want to sleep on the couch. He guilt trips me for not visiting, but I don't feel like I'm part of his family. The visits are always awkward and boring. We don't do anything because his kids are too little, and my dad won't go anywhere without my stepmom. He acts like he wants me to come, but then whenever I'm there, it's like he doesn't want me there. He threatened to not pay for my college if I don't visit. Do I really have to deal with him for the next four years to be able to go to college? I go no contact with him sometimes already, and I would never speak to him again if I didn't need him to pay for college. Maybe I'm the entitled one, but I saw that some kids sued their parents to pay for college, and I'm thinking about telling my dad about it if he threatens to not pay for mine again. Did they make some kind of guarantee or decree or something? I think what I'm failing to see here in the situation is even if the dad does say, no, I'm not paying for your college, no, 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 at what point is he actually required to pay for it? Like, how would it actually be something you could sue over? Overall, though, I feel for OP because they're living in a situation where they feel neglected, ignored, displaced, and when OP voices those issues they have, they just get, like, more threats against them, more or less. I just hope OP can turn it into their motivating factor and do well. This next story is by I Love Playing Recorder. Entitled Grandma Can't Stop Whining About My Photography Let me first introduce the characters as to not make this story confusing. Me, a 20-year-old university student studying photography and videography, entitled Grandmother, not my grandmother, she's my cousin's grandma, cousin, he's recently married and has a 3-year-old kid. 
I've been a hobby photographer, albeit not that great, for a couple years now. I finally had the chance to up my game and I was gifted a camera for my parents. I'm so grateful for that. Anyways, I'm now in my third year as a student studying photography and videography, but I'm not confident enough in my skills to be a paid photographer. Cut to my cousin's wife asking me, why don't you photograph our son's first birthday? This was said a few years ago, and so I began doing that. Honestly, it was a great experience and I learned a lot. Yes, I do it for free, but it was good experience and my cousin and his wife promised to at me and recommend me to their friends. I think it was a good idea. So cut to a few days ago, it was my cousin's son's birthday and I'm supposed to be the photographer. Everything was going fine. I went early to take pictures of the kid before people came. Cut to the kid's grandma coming. It was fine at first, but then she came and confronted me in front of everyone in a super mean loud tone. She said, you're a horrible photographer. Don't take pictures. Someone else will take them instead. I said, excuse me? What did I do to you? She said, you never sent me any previous birthday pictures. You give them to everyone but not me. Give me your camera. I'll make someone else take pictures. She tried to take my camera, but I refused and told her it was mine. She got mad and then kept yelling every time I took pictures. She yelled things like, someone come here, then takes the person and puts them in front of me and take pictures. Or this person, me, is such a horrible person that never sends me pictures and takes awful pictures. I was honestly so confused because I always sent the pictures to my cousin and his wife. Before I had my camera, I used to use my cousin's camera and he had all the photos in his SD card. That was what we agreed on. I didn't know what to do, but she kept interrupting my field of view and I honestly missed out on taking some great shots. I honestly didn't care at this point and just tried to take as much shots as I could until the party ended. Entitled Grandma kept yelling until I left and went back home. She even messaged and told my siblings horrible things. I sent the pictures to my whole family afterwards and she received them and then demanded for the previous birthday pictures. I told her they weren't with me and that she should check with her grandchild and his wife for the images. She got mad. Honestly, that experience was heck especially since I was doing it for free. I guarantee you if I was doing it for money, no one would let her act like that because there's money on the line. Every family and friend just let her get away with it because she's an old lady. Like what? That's so unfair. I also found out that these people post the pictures without crediting me. And last I checked, they're never recommending me to anyone. At least I got some experience out of it, and I could say I'm a really good photographer with kids, which is a nice plus. I've decided to start charging people, even if it's family, because it's not worth it anymore. They would have definitely treated me more professionally if there was money on the line. This is probably a really good developmental moment in this kid's career. If you know your skills are worth paying for, and you've got the experience that you can charge people for, You go for it, you watermark your stuff to protect it, you ensure people pay for it, you keep getting experience where you can, and you just keep on climbing those stairs right up. This next story is by Objective Unknown. Entitled parent is trying to kill my ex-wife. Really needed to vent. This has been ongoing for the better part of a year, and it came to a boiling point today. First, my ex and I are close. She's my best friend and, in all honesty, will always be. The relationship ended because she didn't want to put me through losing her, and her friend convincing her it's for the best. Really, I didn't want a divorce and will always love her. She was born with a heart defect. She's a petite woman, and after two years of the virus and many other obstacles, she was approved for heart surgery to hopefully fix the problem. 
Long story short, I've been spending a lot of time in the hospital this past week while she's prepped for the surgery. I was with her today and one of the nurses came in to talk about a do not resuscitate order. She's only 30. I asked what the freak is this about? To be honest, I was fighting to keep my cool. So apparently my ex and her power of attorney spoke with a nurse and she convinced her to add it because of, oh, the quality of life is important. I asked my ex when she changed the power of attorney. I thought I was it, and she said she hasn't changed it. So the entire story is her friend Kathy was at the hospital and stuck her nose in where it didn't belong, lied to the nurses, and spoke for my ex bullying her into okaying it. I'm the power of attorney. My ex is a quiet, shy, little soft-spoken woman who can't handle confrontation. I took today off work to sit at the hospital to eat for that witch Kathy, and she showed up and I confronted her about making medical decisions for my ex. Her excuse was, oh if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. You can't stop God from taking her angels back, and it's just the right thing for her to take over as power of attorney because she has children, and my ex would want the money going to her kids, because it's the best thing for my ex and Kathy's kids. At this point, I am pissed the freak off. I asked my ex, is this what you really want? If it is, I'm cool with it, but she told me it's not, not at all. She's so young and doesn't want to die. Well, I told Kathy she's not welcome anymore. She's not to step one foot back in this hospital to see my ex. She screamed at me saying I have no business, that she's going to do what the heck she wants. I didn't mention I'm a big man, not fat, not fat at all, but 220 pounds at about 13% body fat. I put one hand on one shoulder and the other on the other and picked her up and removed her from the hospital. I walked her to the elevator like she was a toddler having a tantrum, kneed the call button for the elevator, plopped her in, pressed the button. All the nurses know that woman is not allowed to see my ex. Just needed to get this off my chest. Really pissed off. All I know is I'm pretty sure Kathy just committed some kind of crime there. Lying, saying that you're the power of attorney and getting a do not resuscitate order? I'm very confused how this was all allowed to happen. If this went to any kind of litigation, I would imagine both Carrie and the hospital would be very liable. And our final story of the day is a follow-up by Objective Unknown, entitled Parent is Trying to Kill My Ex, Even More Chaos. Yeah, so much crap went down today, I once again need to vent. I also have a complete understanding of how everything went down. So much stupidity by the hospital's administration. So the do not resuscitate BS has been removed, and now we have a lawyer involved. The full story of how that witch Kathy got my ex to sign the do not resuscitate is absolutely disgusting. The ex had to get some tests done where they cut an artery, go up the heart and inject a dye to take a picture of the heart to have a better game plan. That witch Kathy had driven her to the hospital and as soon as the procedure was done, she had the ex sign a bunch of do not resuscitate paperwork and predated everything and handed it to the hospital admin. My ex, literally just out of a procedure, high as freaking Everest from pain meds, signed a do not resuscitate and postdated it and the hospital admin didn't bat an eye on accepting it. And now I'm on my knees screaming thank you to that nurse that came in when I was at the hospital to say something about the do not resuscitate order. If she didn't, everyone would still be blissfully unaware. So yeah, the ex asked me if I can go to her townhouse to feed Smoothie. He's a cat. He has no balls, that's why he's named Smoothie. 
Well, her keys are nowhere to be found. I took a trip over, and you guessed it, that which Kathy has moved her butt, her two kids, and her hairy, fat, alcoholic, Shrek-looking baby daddy in. That witch got my ex while high right out of a procedure on video saying, Oh, I want you to move in, take the house. A few hours with the police, neighbors, and lawyer, we got their butts booted out. I get in, and I can't find the cat. I look everywhere and start shouting for Smoothie. I hear a faint meow and after searching the place, I found poor Smoothie locked in a toolbox. That witch let her kids lock Smoothie in a toolbox. Oh, and the text messages she sent me would make a sailor blush. I'm the bad guy for booting her little babies out of the house. The police traumatized them. Her sister's flying up from the US to house it. She just needs to wait a few days. She's quarantined to get a hotel. So, overall, it's pretty darn clear what Kathy's game plan here was. Basically to hope that OP's ex dies and take everything for herself. She already started taking action, she moved right in. I love the fact that she thought somebody while under the influence of medication, saying something on camera was going to be like some foolproof plan. Kathy deserves to be wearing an orange jumpsuit and have a whole room given to her free of charge. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.